you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hello and welcome to the 2020 edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Mark Killian here alongside Phil Putney. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? You too, Mark. I'm doing great. Looking forward to a great 2020. I know. And an interesting one for sure. If, yeah, <laughs> it. Uh, we were just chatting off offline. It's going to be interesting with the election. Yeah, uh, yeah. Election years always make for an interesting market. So. You know, it's funny that we're saying that it's early January, but it's, you know, it's been going anyway. So it's not like it's news to us. And Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I think we've been building up to this election for quite a while. Yeah, so, so it's going to be a long, interesting year. We've got tax season that's going to come up in a couple of months. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about things like that here on Phil tax acts but we've got a good show to chat with uh early here in the year we're taping this right here at the very beginning of january so you're getting this just a few days into it so we hope everybody had a fantastic new year enjoyed time a holiday with time with the family uh, the ball dropping activities whatever it is that you do for new years it seems like more and more people that i know are like i don't do anything for new years i just i just watch it on tv and go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. We had a we got a picture of my parents. Uh, they were over for up from Florida and, and over for New Year's um, uh-huh. one New Year's not this year, but I think it was last year. And yeah, they didn't make it, so they <laughs> they're both sleeping on the couch. So <laughs> it, it's funny because my daughter was home and. Um, and she's 22 and she didn't make it. I'm like, all right, wait a minute now. This really? Is, okay. This is, this Interesting. Is yeah. yeah. She's a, yeah, we, she's, we still try to have a, a party. We just play games and have right. a good time with some friends and family. Yeah. That's what we were kind of doing, but she's, you know, she gets up early every morning for the, for the military and, and she was, just, Oh she yeah. Just slept okay. a lot. So she's just like, she's like, I'm just catching up on sleep, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, she's got to take advantage of that. Yeah, exactly. So. She's got to take advantage of it. Well, let's get into our program this week. I want to talk, uh, I think I'm going to skip the news this go around because we have a pretty big topic to discover and uh, to talk about. And that's really, I want to kind of talk about excuses that may keep us from retiring. So maybe we got a lot of folks this year who this is the year for them. They're, they're going to be, they're thinking 2020 is the year they're going to retire or maybe. And they start kind of doing that. Well, I don't know. You know, there's this and there's that. So I've got a list of a couple of the biggie excuses that we tend to use to pull us back from the edge of saying, well, I'm going to go ahead and pull that retirement trigger. And uh, sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's really the actual reason, but I think often it becomes a defense mechanism and it's a little bit more of a way to, I don't know, shell ourselves away from having to face the reality of whatever it might be that you're afraid of. So here's some of those things. Right. And I'll let you kind of tell us what you've seen in your almost 30 years of experience here in the, or, or right around 30 years, I guess we're going to do a new year. Yep, so yep, right around three years. Yeah. yeah so, years, so they're going to be, I guess, would this be 31 since we're into a new year? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Start, so starting into the, the next century. There so. you go. Yeah. Wow. It's a new decade too. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're into the we're into the roaring twenties. I don't know if we're going to call them that. <laughs> yeah, who knows? The roaring twenties all over again. Or so. the or the chaotic twenties. I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what we're going to call that, these. That too, I think. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, let's get into our topic. So I love my career, Phil. That's a big one. And that may be true for a lot of people. That's the the first excuse that you may say when you don't want to walk away from work. And, and it's it could be very, very, very true. But... At some point, have you considered the fact that are you going to love your career forever, be it for a number of reasons, right? Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do hear this quite often where, you know, people say, yeah, but I, I still like what I do. And if you do, that's great. You know, course, to me, yeah. retirement doesn't mean you don't work anymore. It means you work because you want to and when you want to. You know, exactly. You're not having to, to follow maybe a given schedule. You can be a little bit more flexible in your work. And if you still love what you do and you're want to be actively involved in, in some career paid or not, you know, if, if it's volunteer, then that's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, at some point you're probably going to have to step away from it, you know, so don't, don't use it as a crutch. I say, because right. I often, I, I see that people, they, they use it as a fear of, even though you, we've done planning and I've got one couple that we work with right now that um, the wife is, is just fearful of her husband retiring, even though we've done all the, the planning and they've got more than enough money to, to make it and live a very comfortable retirement as we planned, but yet, and he still likes to work. So, I mean, this is his scenario. He loves what he does and he's in a different career now. That's a little bit less stressful than his prior career. Yeah. But yet she's still fearful of him retiring, you know? So, um, is it just the money? Is the money a challenge? Is that what she's fearful of? It's just the the reduction? She's fearful of the money, but uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is they have more than enough. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so, but she, she is, it's, and it's a challenge. I mean, the, probably the, the biggest challenge that I often see with retirees is that first year making that transition of, I no longer have this monthly paycheck coming in. Right. Right. Which makes sense. Work, yeah. You know, so now we've got a monthly check coming in from an investment, a retirement account or pension or social security. So it's, it's still there. It's just coming from a different Avenue. Right. And it's an adjustment. Yeah. I, I was giggling because I was thinking to myself, my best bud, he is retired from the army of 20, 25 years, I think. And his wife's still working and he's retired. So when she's off and she takes extended time off, she's in his way. <laughs> and I was, right. <laughs> I was almost thinking about your, the client you were just mentioning. Maybe the wife is like, oh, he's going to be underfoot all the time. <laughs> that, that, that could be. Maybe she just doesn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's possible. Uh, and other things just to consider too, folks, is that, you know, at some point your health could deteriorate or cause a change to, you know, even though you love your job, health reasons dictate it's time to walk away. Maybe there is a change in the industry or just the fact that the company you know, gets you know bought out or whatever. So there's some things that, you know, don't, again, if you love what you do, that's one of the great goals in life is to be able to love what you do. And that's fantastic. Just don't use it as a crutch to say, well, I'm not going to walk away when you find out that you possibly could as in Phil's example there. Right. Um, okay. What about the, the statement? And I get this one too, because I feel like I'm on this train. Uh, well, I'd just be bored if I was retired. Yeah. And I mean, I think that might be part of this, the the one couple we're talking about, the husbands. I mean, he loves, loves what he does. He just did not like the stress of his prior job, you know, right. and, and the, the current position he's in is is much less stressful sure, makes and sense. he's enjoying it. So, I mean, it, it, the fact though, is that whenever I have clients that retire, they come back after six months or so, and they, they start to figure out, I, I don't know how I ever had time to work. I right. Mean, your, your schedule gets filled up. There's a lot of things that you find that you've put off that you might enjoy hobbies or that honeydew list that just continued to grow and now you can actually get to to taking care of it. Right. You know, so 
But maybe you don't want to just quit cold turkey. You know? Well, and I think I got a lot of clients that did do that phased retirement. And that's probably a, oh, that's a, a good, good option yeah. if you're, you're challenged of walking away from that career. Yeah, that's a good part is the phased retirement, kind of phasing things out. And I think that the cliche of being bored in retirement is pretty normal. But until we get there, we don't know. To right. your point, you're thinking, you know, you're walking up and you're saying, okay, I'm not going to retire because I'm just going to be bored. I'm not going to sit on the front porch whittling like my granddad did or, you know, something like that. And then you actually get to retirement, you're feared of being bored and you realize, holy cow, I'm super busy. <laughs> so. Right. And that's, you know, one of the, the challenges in preparing for retirement is to start to paint a picture of what retirement means to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Great I mean, point. It, it really depends on what your goals are in retirement. I mean, some clients, they have hobbies golf you know they want to golf every day well then great you're not yeah. going to be probably be bored you're going to be yeah. on the golf course if you can afford it if that works in your plan yeah and you know, I, so it's just getting that glimpse of what retirement is and start planning it out versus the fear of what that unknown is yeah so. and i think that's the biggest thing is and that's really what all these are going to tie back to is the fear of the unknown for right. reasons we make you know kind of these uh, half-hearted or or potential excuses to say, well, this is maybe why I wouldn't retire. And if you find yourself in that boat, uh, it's okay. You're not alone, but definitely make sure you're having a conversation with your advisor or working with an advisor so you can talk through this. Because for most of us, unless we're Brett Favre or a couple other sports athletes, we're only going to retire once. That's right. <laughs> so, so, you know, and I know saying Brett Favre in Michigan is a bad, bad juju, but you know, <laughs> but still, it's the idea that, uh, you know, when talking and working with a professional, these are people, you know, Phil, he does this every day for folks. He does retirement planning every day for the last, you know, 30 years. So it's like hiring somebody to build your deck versus doing it yourself. You might right. do a fantastic job making your own deck, but it also might, you know, hit your hand a number of times with the hammer, too. <laughs> yep. So. And I know all the sh not shortcuts, but I mean, I know all the pitfalls and the, you right. know, the things to look for and, and to help clients walk through. So yeah. I mean, I tell my clients that kind of that story all the time is that you only typically retire once yeah you know we help clients retire every day yeah you know, it's that's our job and making sure we know and understand all the pros and cons and pitfalls to all these decisions you're gonna have to make so you can start to map it out and really understand a comfortable retirement what that looks like for you yeah so. and Phil, the pitfalls really they do increase not only from the time horizon factor of that you know now you're in retirement age and you don't have as much time to recoup losses and things of that nature but also just from the sheer number of different things you have to make decisions and on uh, because unlike accumulation you know 30s and 40s and even 50s accumulating money the retirement distribution portion is just there's so many more little nuances it, I mean I hear the comment all the time from clients I work with of they had no idea it was this complicated. You right. Know, they saving for retirement has been so easy because if you're in a four hundred one K there's only so yeah. many options you have and you know kind of go to work, put some money in the bank. Yeah. How much exactly. am I gonna put in? And that there you go. You know, yeah. you make sure you're watching it and there's not a lot of things you do, but you get to retirement, you have, you know, how much do I need to spend and what's my options on social security and not only for you but for your spouse and if you have a pension and phased retirement and yep. all the different investments. Where am I going to pull from first? I mean, there's all right. these different the, nuances you have to start to look at. Yeah. The tax advantages of this versus that, the bucket strategy, yep. uh, you know, RMDs, you know, so on and so forth, which is why we do Phil's tax hacks and the retirement facts. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> is start to get some of that news out there and information yeah, out there. Exactly. So. Exactly. All right. Well, let's continue on with a couple different excuses. You know, actually this kind of funny, this, this one couple you brought up kind of, they're checking all the boxes here so far uh you have
have the I love my job portion. You have the, well, I could be bored if I retire. And then you said to, you know, the wife's concern was they won't have enough money to retire. And obviously that's a really big one for a lot of people. Do we base that off of these arbitrary numbers that we hear? Oh, I have to have a million dollars because that's what I hear the deal is. Or now I hear it's two million dollars and I only have, you know, half of that or whatever the case might be. Yeah. And that's, again, where it comes down to really having a plan, which starts with what does retirement look like to you? Because the amount you have accumulated is only relevant in light of what you want it to do. Right. For, I mean, I have some clients that their their target is 150,000 a year net spendable income. Okay. Well, they're going to need a lot more than a million dollars saved up if that's what they're trying to spend. Versus someone who needs you know, 60, versus 000, somebody yeah. that you only need thirty thousand because oh, yeah. you got a pension and social security and it's a very comfortable retirement, then maybe a million's enough. You know, hmm. so there's yeah. no rule of thumb that I think is safe when you're planning for retirement. You need to, to really run the math. And I always joke with my clients, unfortunately, there's a lot of math you're gonna have to do <laughs> as you plan for retirement. Right. Which to some clients is distressful because they hate math, you know, sure. but that's why I'm here. That's why I have the career I do because I love math. So there you go. We, can, and, we can help them walk through it. And actual math, not this crazy new math. Yeah. Not, not this, <laughs> yeah, not this government math, though, you know, <laughs> we do uh, real math. That's right. We do real tr- classic math there. If you want to, it's kind of weird that we have to call it that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So you I, know, and, and this having ahead. enough for retirement, I, I guess the, the biggest thing I see with that is, is when we're planning with clients, is giving them freedom because too often I oh, see yeah. individuals that, that go into retirement fearful of, well, I'm not going to have enough. So they don't spend what they could. And then they reach their mid to late seventies or eighties have accumulated this amount of money that they're never going to be able to spend. Mm. And they really didn't enjoy the retirement. They didn't enjoy they themselves. Could. Yeah. Well, actually you know, that kind so, of, yeah, that's a great point, Phil, because that kind of leads me to my final one. And that's really confidence in the portfolio or the plan that you have, or even the advisor, if you want to go that far uh, for multiple facets to say, well, I, I don't have enough confidence to walk away now because uh, I don't trust the plan or I don't have a plan or I'm not confident in how I can spend it and enjoy myself. So that's a great point. Yeah. And that's our goal in working with clients. And and we work with primarily those that are in and nearing retirement, you know, so they're within that one to five year window of retirement starting to explore, well, I'd like to retire next year and putting all the different pieces together, you know, and, and developing that plan so that now they have not only a plan and a direction and they know it works, but a confidence and we have a roadmap that we can now follow to say, okay, as long as we're both following this, and, and that's the next key is it, it's not a set it and forget it. You don't just run the plan and say, yep, it's going to work and then never right. come back to it. You've got to revisit that every year to say, are we on track? Are we spending what we anticipated? You know, And that's the, those first few years of retirement are always the challenge of kind of getting into the groove of, I planned on spending this, but I've got all this free time, so I'm doing you know a little extra golf or whatever your hobby happens to be. Yep. You know, making sure you're staying within line of spending and in, in the portfolio doing what we expect, and then it's tweaking, making adjustments along the way. So, yeah, confidence is a huge factor and a huge component to anything we do in life, obviously. But when it comes to our retirement plans, 
having confidence in our setup to know that we can enjoy the retirement that we we're hopefully you know hoping for and to have is a huge component. And if you're working with an advisor and you don't have that confidence, well, the, uh, you know it's time for a second opinion, uh, and certainly sometimes even a third or a fourth opinion. And if you haven't got a plan at all, well, that's <laughs> even more important to get yeah, one. Yeah, then you need an advisor to help yeah. you to at least start that plan. I mean, because so. how are you going to know? I mean, we've done a lot of different analogies here on the show, and we'll do more throughout the year. But it's like, how are you going to know where you're going if you don't have some sort of a roadmap? You know, again, to our point earlier about accumulation, now you might shoot up 75, you know, from Detroit up to Clarkston a million times and know exactly where you're going uh, to get to the amphitheater. But if they do a whole bunch of detouring without the signs, you may not exactly know how to get there. Same kind of idea, right? So it's right. like, yep, you know, absolutely. your route gets yeah, changed. And to me, I, I was, I've used that an analogy with clients when we're planning for retirement. It's, you know, it's like planning the this road trip around the United States. You know, you're yeah. going to take two months and just travel around the U.S. Well, you probably wouldn't just jump in the car and go. You're going to map out and see, well, we want to see these sites and set up that timeline. You're probably going to have to make some reservations and figure it all out to see what what's my budget. Do I have enough? And, and make it all work and then start heading down that path. So, I mean, that's the plan. But ultimately, I know once you get going, it's going to change. You know, you're going to find another site that you didn't see before and you want to go visit that you're yep. going to have a flat tire there's going to be things <laughs> yeah, that happen yeah, so yeah. we've got to make adjustments along the way yep. so and and that's really what a plan needs to do to phil's point you know you need to have that plan for retirement and then it needs to realize that it's a living document kind of you know it's going to evolve just like your retirement's going to evolve because I don't think anyone, hopefully, is not under the assumption that they turn 65, they hit retirement, and nothing changes from 65 until you leave the earth. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> Plenty of things yeah. are going to change. I've not found that person yet. Not so. yet, yeah. <laughs> and the last time I checked, the mortality rate is right there at 100%. I don't think any of us get a free pass and uh, and stick around forever. So That's right, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and I don't know that I'd want to either. That'd be kind of strange. No, I know. It's, it's, it's comical because we uh, one of the questions we always start with with his life expectancy and that yeah. plays a, a big factor in a lot of decisions and when you start to talk about well the reality of you know people living longer today like i, I don't know if i want to live that long it's you know, it, isn't it weird like no one wants to pass away right but at the same right. time we all can say i don't want to live forever either it's a weird That's right. yeah i don't know if i want to make it to 100 <laughs> you know what am i gonna do uh, to be kind of a lifestyle yeah, i have it exactly so well i don't know now that you know now that they're print 3d printing parts that's uh, right who you knows know, you never know so it's a weird thing to be human that's for sure uh it's certainly interesting so we have some we have some interesting dynamics that's for sure well let's uh let's wrap us up that's definitely some good points. If you're making excuses about retirement, mainly because you're just afraid of, you know, maybe, maybe like going to the doctor, I don't know, like you're afraid to find out something. It's usually really not that painful of a process. So give Phil a call if you've got some questions, if you're making some excuses about, you know, why you shouldn't this or that, at least run the numbers and find out, you know, what position are you in? Could you retire? Should you choose to? Or do you need to do a little bit more work here and there? It's usually better to find that information out sooner than later, but it's it's never too late. You just got to, you know, take some action and not be a procrastinator. And I realize it's easy to do. We all do it in life. So do yourself a favor as the new year starts. Reach out to Phil. Let him know you want to have a conversation about your own situation. 248 248- 
888-7530 is the number to call or share it with a friend or family member who you know is doing that same thing right now. It's procrastinating. 248-888-7530. Share the podcast with them as well. Let them know to go to Phil's website. You can also, uh, when you're on the uh, podcast page there, there's ways to you can click to share, whether it's social media or various different things on there. You, know, you can do it through Apple Podcast, Google, Spotify. Uh, just look up Phil's Tax Hacks. Uh, you don't have to type in the whole other retirement facts. That's just a fun name. But you can look up Phil's Tax Hacks, search that out, or you can just go to his website, which is AFSWealthMGT.com. That's AFSWealthMGT.com. A is in Apple, F is in Frank, S is in Sam. AFSWealthManagement.com. All right, and then the final bit is we're going to take an email question, and this is a good one, actually, from... Helen, and Helen, where's Helen at? She's in Plymouth. And she says, Phil, my husband's military pension has been a very nice benefit, but after he passes away, I'll no longer get a penny of that. In retrospect, this was a mistake, but it's nothing we can change now. Any thoughts on how we can address this problem moving forward? Yeah, and that's, again, we, we've talked about planning in this uh, this podcast, and that's one of the pieces we always look at is the pension. Which option should you select? You know, once you've made it, you're locked in. There's no going back. So, I mean, unfortunately, at this point, the only thing you can do is potentially look at a life insurance policy. Um, often, if it is the right decision, maybe to take that single life benefit versus a survivor because of the, the differential in the amount of pension. Um, we're always then looking, well, what kind of life insurance benefit do we need to replace that income if something were to happen? So and that's, that would be the first place to start. If not, just make sure, you know, run the numbers in your, your plan to, to see, you know, what would your lifestyle have to change to if that were to happen, um, just so that you're not caught off guard. You don't, it's never a fun discussion. You don't want to look at, you know, at what that looks like, but yet you don't want to have it happen and, and not be prepared to some extent. So, so yeah, so it, it's a, it's a challenge once you've made that decision, that pension option is a permanent one. All right. Well, there you go, Helen. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Definitely reach out, talk with your advisor or call Phil and have a conversation on ways to address that situation. Yeah. And, and it, it does happen with various different pensions out there. So if you have some pension decisions coming up, make sure you check with a qualified professional before you take action. Like Phil, he is a CPA and a personal financial specialist. And Phil, my friend, thanks so much for your time as always on the program. I appreciate you. And uh, welcome to 2020. And I'll see you next week. Sounds great. We'll talk then. All right, folks. Take care have of yourself. Week. Have a great week. And we will see you stay warm, too, because it's chilly outside. Yes, and, it is. We're, we're in winter. That's right. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Puck. investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.